Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh man, I'm so, so excited. Uh, Happy Monday, everybody. We have a change of scene today in the studio because not only we have me, Kev, but we got a good friend of mine, a a longtime friend, a a colleague, uh, somebody who is a a local country Dallasite. And uh, Chad, I want to make my introduction to you here now. I'm so glad you came on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. I don't know how country I am, but uh, I appreciate the introduction. We, um, I wanted to take a different approach tonight because sometimes, like, I the theme of tonight that I had was, um, have you ever like when you were younger or you don't have any sisters, right? Zero sisters. What three, I was three brothers. What I was thinking of is like I got one. You had a sister. Yeah. Have you ever had like when your sister like had a sleepover and all the girls were in a room? You all wanted like put your ear against the door and hear what they're saying. Oh yeah. You like, had older sisters, so she was like, oh, and I'm like, exactly. I hang out with her friends. So that's how I kind of feel about I, that's that was like my theme for this conversation, which is like we got the guys in the room and I want to like make believe the listeners, you know, are, are here and they kind of their ear against the door, and I want to just talk about like guy stuff, like what we do behind the scenes without having like women, you know, here and we're just trying to put on a front of our show for them. So I figured this is kind of our perfect, uh, uh, platform for that. And I can tell you in terms of this business, it's absolutely 100% impossible to get guys on a microphone to completely separate themselves from what the world is like with women with, you know, being in the, uh, in the mix, but let's, we can get as close as we can. Oh you know? yeah. hundred <laughs> percent without, without going too off the rails. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I wanted to. Br- I brought Chad. I really wanted to bring Chad. And this is, his name's Chad Basso. This isn't Chad from the Bats or the guy who got like convicted of uh, some kind of, of assault. So this is Chad. Oh, I thought Basso. he was that guy. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chad, that just happened like a couple of days ago. So Jeez. people are gonna be like, "You have like Chad from the Bats on your shit?" No, 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 no. I don't fucking deal with that guy. <laughs> so, anyways, I have you here, and I wanted to like just. Tell people a little bit about your background. So you were born and raised in, you know, outside of here in Dallas, a little country town called Argyle, really close to actually Jen Hills, who was one of our, um, she was one of our guests a couple of weeks ago. And um, talk about a little bit about like, you went to college here. You, did you date somebody serious? Where are you in your dating life now? Tell me about that. And we're going to start diving into the juicy stuff. Okay. So yeah, um, I grew up in Argyle and uh Went to school at University of North Texas. Tell people where Argyle is. I mean, it was like 30 miles, uh, north, 30 minutes north of Dallas, 45? Yeah, 35 minutes north of Dallas, six miles south of Denton. So if you know where Denton is, that's six miles south. We share an alma mater there. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I uh, have had a long-term relationship. I dated a girl for four years, um, starting my freshman year of college. And then uh, we broke up and uh, I'm just having fun now. I'm not really uh, nice. dating too serious. Ever since then, I've really focused on my career. So um, right now, that's really my my main focus right now. And where are you? Where are you finding women right now in Dallas? So I'm uh, kind of an old school kind of guy. I don't really go on Bumble or Tinder. So I'm uh, I'm the guy that's just going to go up to the bar and, and find find a girl. So um, I'm a Mavs season ticket holder. So I, I like uh, <laughs> using that as an excuse just to go out and well, have a good, a good time. Point. So. 
Um, that's usually how I'm doing it. Or I'm with friends and mutual friends introduce me to a girl. That's, that's always a, an easy And how's one. your success rate thus far? Uh, thus far, I, I'd say it's pretty good. I mean, what do you mean pretty not, good. You're not dating anyone right now. How's that pretty good? Uh, that's that's cause I don't really necessarily want to, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a young bachelor in I Dallas. I want to, I want to live it up while I can. So, also, so if you would dive into those Tinder and Bumble opportunities, Wait, weren't you, you on Tinder could, and Bumble? You could double your I've been on there. Rate, I mean, I'm on there still. It's just like, I don't know. I'd rather meet a girl authentically. I don't know. Oh, okay. See, I, I I'm never, not opposed I to it. I didn't marry a girl off Tinder, but I met a lot of cool people off Tinder back in the day. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. It's not like I'm uh, against it, but. Yeah. You prefer the uh, all natural, old fashioned way. Very much so. I can, I mean, I see it, like, obviously I know a lot of people like that way and how it works. And we were talking, we had numerous guests in here talking about like, where do we find a good guy? Right. And like, one of the things I think, here's a question for you is when you're on a date, what's one of the first things that you look for in a woman? I mean, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people gravitate towards the hottest girl in the room. Right. Cause they're like, Oh my God, this girl's banging hot. And I could see my, like, she's just drop dead gorgeous but then she opens up her mouth and you're like oh my god not <laughs> another one so for you um what's like what are the main drivers for you once you you if you find a girl right this authentic way you find a girl and you're like you're chopping it up with her and you get her number and you, you follow up with her and you start going on dates what's like the first thing you would dive into or talk about with her um well i guess First, I would definitely, it would be looks to catch my eye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I think it's really the ha, genuineness. I don't know. I'm a straightforward guy. So I'm always the guy that's going to want to know about the girl, right? So I just pretty much just try to get to know him. And uh, I'm looking for a girl that's just comfortable in her own skin, being who she is, and being that genuine person that she, she would be. Just being comfortable with who she is. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think that's that's one of the hardest things to do. And then once you can get over that hump, I feel like it's, uh, it can be a little bit easier. I remember about a year ago, I was looking at engagement rings to give to Raven and it was completely overwhelming. I was trying to figure out the cut, the clarity, the style. And, um, Thankfully, I came to a conclusion. I figured out what I wanted to do, but I came across uh, the clear cut and they are a direct to consumer diamond jewelry company that is disrupting the whole entire industry with rings and jewelry and things of that nature. And they're here to help you craft a piece that is elegant, everlasting and uniquely tailored to you. They have leveraged incredible relationships with the largest wholesales and cutters to create a personalized selection of the highest quality diamonds at the fairest price. Now, what's a little bit interesting from them compared to other companies is they have a group and of gemologists that offer private one-on-one concierge approach. So they tailor it exactly the way you want it to, to your budget, and they're completely transparent with the way that they deliver that to you. And diamonds are, are done better with the clear cut. Check out their line collection at theclearcut.co. If you're interested in designing your own engagement ring with one of our gemologists, book a call on theclearcut.co, so .co, and use code DATE, D-A-T-E, for 10% off any order. I just posted a... uh Instagram question thing on my story and we're having like a bunch of questions just flooding in. Um, Let's go. One question that somebody asked is, is it weird for a guy not to ever have a girlfriend at the age of 29? Kev, what's your weigh in on that? 
I mean, my knee-jerk reaction is to say yes. I don't know if that means he's never, you know, been with any women romantically in I any mean, way or not. If it means he's just never had a steady girlfriend. True. But either way, I mean, Let's if you're pushing 30 and you haven't dipped your toes in, I think it's a little uh, uh, yeah, out there. I mean, but like... Not there's anything wrong like, with it. I'm just saying it seems Chad, how long have you been single for now? Mm. Three or four years? Three or four years. But have you felt that, like, are you... And don't take this the wrong way. Are you lonely? I wouldn't say lonely. Um, do, or do you does anybody lonely? like attention to, to hang out with somebody? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have I become a little more selfish in my ways? Probably. Absolutely. So I think if you're 29 and haven't dated, I think you're, you're really behind the ball in terms of what a girl's looking for. Or it's someone who's somewhat, you know, isolated and enjoys their time. You know, they just don't want to commit to spending that much time with someone else. And Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, Maybe they just haven't met the right person that really roped them in that they were, you know, maybe that honestly, this may sound cheesy. Maybe they just never found love before. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe that is it. Um, there is an uh, interesting question that we also got here. I'm going to shift gears and it says, how does a girl make sure the guy is OK with her career aspirations? And like if you're sitting down and you're dating a girl and she's like, let's just here, let's just give a couple examples. Um a girl says, I just, I want to be an inst- I want to be a blogger. What's your first impression on a girl who wants to be a blogger? I would say be who, what you want to do, like do what you want to do. Uh, ultimately, I'm not going to try to tell anybody what to do. I think if you are convicted and you believe in yourself and you really want to do that and you're passionate about it, hell yeah, go for it. Yeah. But would you ever be concerned that like a woman can't, also financially contribute to the overall relationship? Never. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I want to, I'm a provider, right? So um, I want my wife to do what she wants. If she doesn't want to work, I'm not going to want her to work. Uh If she wants to work, she can work. But ultimately I'm, I'm going to work my ass off to put food on the table so that she doesn't have to uh, worry about that. So are you familiar with the love language, like the five different love languages? I mean, Somewhat, do yeah. you know what your two are? No. So I'll, I'll, I'll rattle them off. Okay. And then you can uh, figure out which ones are most likely. So these are, um, you know, the, the book, the five love languages, right? Yeah, absolutely. So basically it's like, it says that the way you need to be loved is different than the way other people receive love. So there is, um, uh, acts of service, <clears throat> physical touch, gift giving, quality time. And, what am I missing, Kev? Oh, I'm not sure. Because okay. I already know mine. Mine is a, a uh, act, a, a physical touch and um, acts of givingness. Oh, acts of service. Service, yes, yeah. So, Chad, what are your two? What, how, what's the best ways that you receive love? I would say touch for sure is one. Um, the second one, uh, man, I'm, I'm... Words of affirmation, that's what I missed. Yep, words of affirmation. Yep, absolutely. Okay, what, what, are, what are they again? Words of affirmation. Okay. Physical touch. Service. Acts of service. Gift giving. Quality time. I would say definitely, uh, mm, it's tough. I'm not a gift guy. I don't, I'm not, that doesn't really matter. Um, See, for me, as a toss up almost between service and words of affirmation. It's like those are. I would probably say words of affirmation just because I want to know that the girl's in my corner. And it's not like over and over and over they have to tell me, but I don't know. When you're 
busy with work, busy with doing a lot of things. I think every once in a while, it's nice to just hear uh, some nice, kind words from your lady. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you there. Well, I mean, it's everyone's just so different. That's why I had to ask, because it's like, you know, if, like for me, when I, ever since I started dating Raven, I love the fact that she was independent. More or less, I think she was passionate about what she did. Um, she also had f- just freedom in general. Um, and she, I saw myself in that relationship and I thought about immediately long term. Like I'm not thinking, OK, well, some people, you know, they're at one job for a set amount of time and then they use it as like a stepping stone to get to the next. Right. So, you know, someone who works in PR marketing will stay there and then they may want to then move to like start their own company or work for a different startup to do branding or something along the lines of that. Right. So there's always like a, a clear stepping stone path. Other people are completely different. Entrepreneurs, you know, independent contractors. We're out here. We're we're, we're trying to make a living for ourselves, and the, there's some freedom behind it. But there's also like if you're not disciplined enough, I mean, you will uh, you'll crash and burn real quick, and then you know you just it doesn't really work for you. So I've I always admired Raven's um, work ethic and the fact that she just like completely worked her tail off day in and day out. And it's just I mean it's honestly it helps a lot, especially with all this wedding planning and all this stuff. Well, yeah, and don't get me wrong when I say, like, I don't want my wife to work. I mean, I think ultimately I, I don't want some lazy woman, right? Dude, yeah. I think I understand exactly what Chad's okay, saying here. Okay, Because my wife and I both work, but, you know, she would like to not work some days. And it's, you know, it's like we have kids or whatever. She may not want to work anymore, and that's great. But you're not saying, you're tr- not trying to tell her, do not work because yeah. I want to. Yeah. I don't want you to sit on the couch watching yeah, soap yeah, operas yeah. every day. And then I know exactly what you mean. Is that, do you know, how much do you like your space in a relationship? Because... For me, I'm very independent, right? And like Raven loves and loves a lot of attention. And like for guys, I don't know what it is, but you know, like we, I'm in Adam's boat here, yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I'm bringing I, there's a couple reasons. One, we have a question that relates to this, so I'm going to flip into that question. But two is, you know, the the uh, there's also a book called uh, Love and Respect. At the, yeah, so Love and Respect. Love your spouse, and she'll give you respect in return. And when I'm thinking about having your space and being independent, it's like when we go home. I don't need to be cuddled. I don't need to be held because, you know, I'm the guy, right? Like I, we're here to make money. Yeah. We're putting the roof over your head and putting food on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm driving this relationship force forward. And I mean, there's times where like, I, I, I love being around Raven because she's like my best friend. She's my better half. But other times I'm like, I need my space, man. Like I just need some space to kind of chill and not in a bad way. It's just, I just, I need to hit the reset button. I need to go with the boys. I need to go skiing. I need to go play golf and just get out of town and just I do totally my own thing. I understand that. Um, but what's your thoughts to that? And like, I know you being single, like is great. And that's the reason why I ask about the, like, do you feel lonely originally was because uh, like, do you need a woman to always console you and be like, Chad, you know, like, you know, no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, I think all women like your time, right? I think I haven't gotten into a serious relationship since my last one because of that. I mean, I'm, I'm very driven to be successful. So that's my main goal right now. Um, but I think I am, uh, maybe a little different than most guys. I'm a twin, right? So I've shared my time almost my whole life. I still live with my twin. So it's like, uh, it's a little bit different. I know how to share my time. I know how to understand, um, you know, when you're, arguing and can't see the other side of the story. Right. I mean, I, I definitely think, um, having a girl there is nice, but no, I'm never there, uh, waiting for, uh, my girl to just hug me all the time. I, I'm, I'm a man like yourself. Kev? I'm curious cause Kevin's, you know, uh, newly ish married. 
Like, how does it feel like when you get, do you ever feel like, like, how do I explain this without just saying straight up? Do you ever feel like you get tired of seeing the same person every day, every day? And you're like, I just need a little. Sure. I, I, I did when I was younger, for sure, because that's yeah. why every relationship I ever entered into when I was single and younger, I said, look, I, I don't want to get married. I don't mind dating. Like, that's cool. I'll date someone. I can date someone for years and years, but there's no need to ever get married. And every girl at the beginning of the relationship would be like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. And then after a year or so, they'd be like, okay, so when are we getting married? I'm like, <laughs> you know, we had this discussion. But uh, no, when you, it's it's cheesy. It's cliche. But when you know, you kind of know. However, still, even when you find the right, right person with like you and Raven, there's still those times where you want to re-identify with who you were before and yourself. And it's like, I just need a little bit of space. I want to hang out with some, some time by myself, you know, yeah. and just kind of separate and go back to the way things used to be. I know it's never going to completely be that way, but no, I don't know that you get, uh, that you get sick of being with the same person, but sometimes you guys need to find yourselves again, you know, just, but it, it's, it's fleeting. It's not long-term. Sure. Sure. No, I'm with you there. Um, well, here's another question we got from another person. She said, how how do you come across as caring and compassionate, but don't seem too much so you seem clingy? Mm. I mean, I think you want I mean, you just don't rush into it, right? I feel like when I'm dating, I don't want uh, it to move too fast, right? You I can mean, tell immediately when it's going to. Yeah. Clingy. So, like, when somebody is clingy, you can tell it's almost like they're coming off desperate, or oh my gosh, like you can just tell. So like I, I went on a couple of dates with a girl and uh, we hung out. It was awesome. She's really fun, outgoing, very much like me. And uh, I told her from the very beginning, listen, I'm not looking for anything. Let's just see where it goes. And no shit, three, four weeks later, it's way too serious. And I, it, I, it just I know moved exactly way too fast for me and it, it, it ran me off. So um, I think that would be. Okay. I'm not some like stud or ladies man or anything like that, but yeah, any type of girl like, yes, but you can always tell immediately like, whoa, she's already thinking this is something way more than than I do now, you know? Well then what's the best thing that your spouse or significant other can do for you as a boyfriend or a husband that really kind of like is your comfort? Like what, what works best for you, Chad? Like, do you like when someone like makes dinner and you come home to like, what do you like? For someone to do. I would love that. My <laughs> mother made me dinner every night. So yeah, that's, uh, that's something that would be nice. Um, I think it's really just being the rock. Um, there's going to be days I come home, I'm stressed from work. I feel like it's just like, let loose. Let's watch a show together. Let's just like have a good time. Um, so I feel like when I'm looking for a girl, it just needs to be a free flowing thing. And, and somebody that's going to really just be there for me, back me up. Even if I'm wrong, back me up. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you as a married guy, nothing feels better than physical advancement. I know that sounds sec- you know, sexist or whatever, but, we, you know, because I like to cook a lot and do a lot of things for her, and she does too, but there's no, like, better feeling than when your girl comes on to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's oh, the best. No, 100%. That's, that's the truth. And yeah. it's great. Like, you know, that's just, it, it keeps you really, you know, you connect in, like, that, what's the, like, a mantra? It, it just reminds you, it's like, I'm not the only one who thinks about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, no, that's spot on. I, lo- I love that. Well, what about what's your biggest turnoff then, Chad, when it comes to women or going on dates with women? Mm, that's tough. Um, I would probably say trying too hard. I, I'm really I'm not impressed by materialistic things or, or anything of that matter. I, I want to see that you're just a good person. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to shoot straight. You're going to shoot straight. So I think um, just really being comfortable in your own skin is something uh, that I look for. Yeah. No, it's, it's important. I've, you've been on dates before where sometimes like you, I feel like 
I've been on dates before too in the past where I'm talking, 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 and then you're trying to get something back in return and it's like stale, right? Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to stick to uh, what I said, actually. <laughs> um, now, are you open or are you opposed to long distance relationship? Mm, I haven't thought about it, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm uh, so curious to see what you would be like, like some girl living in like, I'm talking long distance. Like, let's say they live in the neighboring state that you live in. If you date an Arkansas girl, just like Raven, right? You date an Arkansas girl. I mean, Hey, I like that accent. Yeah. I like the accent. Oh yeah. There's a difference between car ride and plane ride though. I mean, we talked true. about that last that's time. True. Yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, I feel like I like to change it up. Right. So every other weekend or whatever it may be, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long it would last in terms of me being able to want that long, excuse me, long distance relationship. I feel like if I really connected with the girl, I would figure out a way to get her to my hometown or For to sure. get her here. Um, so I would probably, knowing me, I would probably make that move quicker than uh, she would like, but that's probably what I would do. But I no. wouldn't be opposed to it. Full disclosure, man. If if Raven wasn't on board to move to Dallas, I don't think we would have worked, honestly. Just point blank. And she knows that. And it's like, it, that was one of the biggest factors I was trying to figure out. Because for me, I'm always forward thinking. I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking about what is what a whole, what does that hold for us? And that's why everything we're doing from like the house we're buying to when we get married, we've already, we've even like started planting the seed about, well, when do you want to start trying for kids? Like we've already talked about that. And I've just, that's always been me just to have that, you know, that that's the clear vision. Obviously you'll never be 100% ready, right? I mean, unless you're, you hit a certain part in age and it's not like an accident, but I mean, you know, so far, you know, we haven't, we haven't been pregnant, so it's not like anything's been a surprise for us. But um, so with that being said, you say you're a future person. I always say you're either one of three type of people. You're a future, present or past person. Do you think Raven's a present person? Does she keep you more grounded since you're always looking into the future? Very. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I definitely would need a girl that's going to be more present that just lives. Right. Because yeah. I'm always so worried about what's next it's so raven like i'm already i already told and she gets mad at me i'm like okay so are we gonna work out tomorrow at 7 30 in the morning or we do 6 30 she's like adam and i'm like raven what i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get my mindset it's like looking at a calendar and you're like okay i'm mentally ready i know if i say this and i commit to it i'm gonna do it and she's just like oh it's fine or i don't care and and like it's not that she doesn't care it's just she doesn't care because it's so far ahead and it's not like in the moment so I've, I've learned to uh, be a, a better listener in that aspect. I don't know about you, Kev. I kind of wanted to touch back to what you were saying before about the uh, long distance relationship thing. Which oh, yeah, sure. Let's go. I think the only way that that ever can work is if it's a temporary situation, if it's a means to an end. Yep. You know, if there's a light at the end of the tunnel, there's something in sight. But you can't say, hey, this might be our relationship for five years. Are you cool with that? And, <laughs> you know, people are probably going to say no. No. But... Um, it's a great way to kind of, I, I will say. It, it can work if there's yeah. an end game. Especially in the beginning because, you know, you have a re weekend relationship. So Monday to Friday, you are go, 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 go. You're on your own schedule, right? Then you got Friday night, Saturday night, and a little bit of Sunday with your significant other. And then you're back to work. And then you, you have like the space. And honestly, it worked so well for us the first I will say, I mean, it was, I mean, it, it was a grind. I mean, cause it wasn't a, it was a either a six hour car drive or it was a, uh, a f you know, 45 to an hour flight. And I got to drive two hours. Um, I don't know. Everything there is all good and dandy, but I, you know, again, we're just trying to think, we're trying to be forward thinkers 
and you're always trying to find out like the end game. That's what I always feel like it is. And like, even with you, like in our careers, we're talking about, you know, what's next? What are you going to do next? What, what are you going to, what, what are you going to shake and shift to get you, you know, to the next step? And like, if you were to say, give me a, like a, a ranking one through 10 on your priority of a woman in your life right now, what would you say? Like 10 being, you would really like to have a girlfriend right now. And one being you wouldn't, where would you be right now? Man, uh, I should probably be higher on the list. I mean, I just turned 26 yesterday, so time's ticking. Um, (laughs) I would say it's right in the middle, probably a five. Um, I mean, I've really tried to just focus on my career up to this point, but now uh, I'm at a point where I probably should slow down a little bit and take some time to uh, try to at least get a little more serious, right? Can you, I don't know. I hear a guy who's 26. I'm like, dude, take your time. You're in a restaurant. Oh, I'm taking my time. Nah, he's yeah. good. You're good. Chad's good. Well, what, do you have like a bad date story that you can share? Like, cause you've been on a good amount of dates or anything where like either on the first date, you're like, I need to get the F out of here. Or the first date you were just like, this is not going to work. Do you know of any man off the top of my head? I don't, um, I don't know. We might have to come back to that question. Let me think about that one. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pin you down for it. Yeah. For the record, I don't know that I ever had any. Did you? Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've had okay, a, let's hear one. Yeah, um, let's hear a good one. <laughs> let's see here. Um, I was probably just right out of college, and there was a girl that I met, um, uh, you know, close by to my old work, and I think we met each other. I want to say it was like on Plenty of Fish or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. I don't think Bumble wasn't out or anything. So met her there. We met at like a sushi bar and we just had like a normal conversation, but like nothing came to fruition. I just like, I was like, okay, well we're like, I was reading your profile. You had all these cool things to say. Cause I'm, I wanted to match with you in the first place. And then when I meet you, I'm like, well, where's all this? Where, where's this spontaneous? Where's the energy? Where's all this that, that like you claim that you have? And not necessarily like a catfish, but like, where, where were you in this specific time when you're writing this profile? No. You know what I mean? You're bringing some things to the surface now that I remember. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I had some of those. I had a weird like Tinder chick that I met this one time and we ended up shopping at this bizarre vintage thrift store and it was this whole story. But yeah, it was the same thing. It turned out not being at all what I expected. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird too, because you message people direct on that and you click and everything, but then you meet in person and it's like, I have no idea what. What Chad, you have thinking. nothing to add to that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you never had something. I mean, like that. I probably have, but off the top of my head, I don't. I can't think of any. Well, honestly, if you're not using uh, the dating apps and whatnot, and you're just meeting people off the cuff, then you're probably less likely to have that kind of experience. True. True. And I mean, I, I I'm on those apps. I just I'd rather meet a woman otherwise. But yeah. I, All right. That's I, just I, your preferred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have yeah. you taken any girls on like uh like your, to a Mavs game or anything? Uh, I've taken one girl to a Mavs game. And what happened? She, like as a date or just as friends? Oh, as a date. Oh, really? And I mean, she she loved it. I as mean, a first date? Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, I think it's, I mean, I'd rather do something. I'm like a guy that wants to create a memory more than you like get a gift. Yeah, like the grandiose gesture Yeah, like the experience is what I live for. So, um, I mean, I, I think that she was very impressed, right? I think it was it was more of just like a good time. Did you? It like, was easier for me to have that scene. Because I like the Mavs. It was like, I'm, I'm used to it, right? So yeah. I could bring her to something that I was comfortable with. And uh, that, that helps. So where are you now with that relationship? I mean, it was, it, it's it's over. It's, it's gone. gone. It's not a relationship. It was just, I took her on a date and had a good time. For okay. like, yeah. 
Supposed to have some and fun, man. Yeah, and then you're rolling. Wait for it to click, man. You're you're on the right track. It'll happen. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not forcing nothing. You know, you know, but yeah. But oh, I know what it's sad. like when you're around his age. I had the exact same thing, and people are like, "Why aren't you in a relationship?" And it's like, I get it. What? Well, I, no. I just, I just not for me right now. But what does a girl want? They want your time. If I gave that time away, I don't think I'd make it in our business, Adam. It's a tough business. It's it's tough. It's cutthroat. The first couple of years, the first four or five years, you really got to commit your whole life to it. So that's what I've done. Um, so now that I'm slowly getting into my third year into the business, I'm, I, I'm willing to give up some of that time. Maybe. Well, yeah, um, you made a girl and like, maybe I need to re- majorly reassess like what I'm doing here, then you will. But until it, you have that realization, then, you know, do your thing, focus on work, keep, keep meeting people. What and it's it, going to be. Yeah. Just have a good time. So I can respect that. Um, what are your thoughts on sleeping with a girl? Um, whether it's the first, like doing the date rule, like after three dates, or if there's a set amount of time, what, what's worked and what hasn't worked for you, um, connecting physically with someone? Well, um, the one night stands, I don't, I'm not a big component of, to be honest with you. You're not a fuck boy? No, I'm not. Um, okay. But it happens. There's just no feeling there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it, I mean, it happens, but it's just like, uh, I, I don't really know where where that comes from. It's just an attention grabber or something that you just want, you want that, right? Um, but I feel like if I really like a girl, I probably wouldn't have, I won't have sex with her for, I don't have like a set number, but yeah. probably for a while, honestly, because I know what sex does to girls. I know what it does to even guys, but more so girls in terms of that, that intimate connection. So um, I've had sex with girls that I've liked on the first date and it's ruined it because of that. Um, it speeds up the process and it's just too much. So um, I think I would definitely, I mean, I take my time if I like a girl to, to, to do that. Sure. I think it's also like a level it's also like a respect thing too. And like, she sees that in you. And if you know, <clears throat> definitely that like, uh, if you know, the sex is going to be good because you're really physically attracted to her, you know, you want to dive deeper into the mental mantra of it all. And then you're like, okay, I know if I can, if I can connect with her intellectually, it's going to be even more fire. Like it's going to be way off the charts. So I was just curious. Cause like a lot of guys like think differently about it. And, um, it, it just takes a special, <clears throat> like feeling to understand where you're going to be and, and how you're going to do it and all that stuff. So that's why I figured I asked. Okay. Well, I wanted to also, I'm going to shift gears a bit because we're all in different stages in our life. We got Chad single. Mm, he's, he, he's available though. Myself, who's engaged and on my uh, on my way to marriage, and you got you, Kev, which is a uh, uh, happily married man now for about a year and a half. Still relatively newlywed, <laughs> yeah. smack right in the middle. Yeah, you're still you're you're cruising. Um, I was really going to ask, Kev, like what? I mean, and then I can maybe ask, maybe share our advice to to Chad. But what's it been like from being engaged to married, and what's the dynamic of the relationship kind of been like? All right. last year and a half. I know this sounds crazy, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe this is standard, but it feels like absolutely nothing changed. <laughs> it just seamlessly transitioned over. They always say the first year of marriage is like the hardest, and we're coming up on our first year here next month. And honestly, I feel like nothing has changed. It was, it's been a great year. It's been the same. It feels exactly the same as before. Really? Yes. Okay. I mean, we may have moved. We moved into a bigger place, but still in the same complex. Other than that, no, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And I think you'll experience that that as well. 
you expect some like big revelation or something yeah. to go off and you know and everything's going to be totally different but no it's, it's I kind of felt that the day I got engaged you're like oh my god like the whole world feels like it stopped oh, dude being engaged <laughs> feels way more different than being married yeah as weird for as sure sounds, yeah it does for sure it's just, it's a it's a wild ride and like I don't know how to explain it and definitely you you ride on the high of being engaged for like a series of months and then what's kind of cool is you start this 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 wedding planning process, which has been so f- actually kind of fun. Um, obviously, we have they say there's like three big life stressors in life, which is like you go through a hard fall and like just stress, stressful part in your work life, buying a house, buying a car, and planning and getting married. So like these are four things we're doing. Like three, I'm juggling three out of the four things. Raven is too. She's uh, <laughs> you know, in all respect for her. And Kev, have you ever felt that like? When but getting engaged versus getting married, do you guys like get do you bicker or do you argue? It has, the arguments do they get more intense or are they just kind of like just amplified a little more when you're married? Or did you feel a difference in it? You know, honestly, I think a lot of the engagement process is sort of trying to pave the road for your marriage in a sense. However, that road to getting married after being engaged is a very very high stress time, and I think that the bickering that happens leading up to your marriage. I mean, at least in my experience, Peter's out once it's actually done. It's like a huge relief. Like now that you're married. So, I mean, it's really easy to get on each other's nerves leading up to the wedding because (laughs) everyone's just high pressure. I mean, everyone's parents are, it's just, everything is very high tension. Um, but in terms of, uh, I think that once you're married, no, it, it, it tends to decline in terms of the, intensity of arguments and things like that. So how long did you and your wife date before you got married? Uh, Let's see. I think we dated about three and a half years and then I, uh, I proposed and so now it's been like, yeah, four and a half, five years. But um, Chad, have you ever like dated somebody who like you got an argument with and then how did that end or go? I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty understanding guy. I don't know. I mean, I, again, I feel like being a twin, you have to understand the, the other side of the story, right? Are you an identical twin? Uh, fraternal. Oh, okay. I'm left-handed. He's right-handed. Different blood types. We're kind of exact Interesting. opposites. Chad takes um, pride in that. Yeah. I'm 45 minutes older, too, by the way. Oh, all right. So, oh, yeah. That's seniority there. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. It goes both ways. I've uh, been in arguments with the girl, and we've been able to get through it, like communicate it to like all the way through it. Cause that's just how I am. I, I'm going to articulate everything that's going on and I'm going to talk through it. Right. I have to get it off my chest. Um, other times I feel like it's tough to communicate with uh, the, the girl I was with. Yeah. I don't know if it was because we just had different communication styles, but it was just tough. I mean, I had, I dated a girl and she would only get deep on text Oh. And it was weird because I was like, no, I'll pick the phone up and talk to you for three hours and sure, I won't sure. text you once. Like yeah. That's just who I can't even email. I can't text. I'm the worst at that stuff. Yeah, but I never thought of that, but I can totally understand it in some way. Man, with the, with the new world, I feel like us millennials, we're all on yeah. the screens. And I'm like, no, no, no. I Everyone wants back. to avoid any physical auditory confrontation. Yeah, yeah it's tough. It's tough. So it's a good point. I didn't even think about that because... Like having that that level of communication, um, I think we talked about like right before here we got when we got on the pod, which is like, hey, have you ever traveled with somebody? And like, I feel like traveling, like when you're dating, you travel with somebody, um, you learn so much because you get to see 
like, are they, do they got, are they organized? Like, you know, do they, do they know how to go through the, you know, some people go through security line you're looking at them like, what the hell are you doing? Oh yeah. And then you're like, just the way they carry themselves, the way they can pick up their bag and move it. And they just, it's, you know, kind of flows together. That's like super important that not a lot of people, you know, think about too. So what, have you ever traveled with a girlfriend? Yeah, I have. Um, I traveled to Pensacola, Florida. Um, drive. So we drove all the way there. I think it was like a 12 hour from drive Dallas from Dallas. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's intense. Woo. So, um, you can only imagine it could get old after a couple of hours when you're just dating. But, um, I don't know. You can definitely find a lot in who you're dating by just traveling with them. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Because if you've ever gone an argument while traveling, I mean, relatively speaking, you can't just say, hey, I'm going to uh, I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to just jump on the next flight and get the hell out of here. Like you kind of, you <laughs> know, stuck. you, you kind of got to like you got to plow through it. You got to w- talk through it. And I think one of the biggest things that we work on and I'm not sure about everyone else out there, but I think Raven and I do a good job of um, trying to put ourselves in each other's shoes. Like I, I understand whether it's frustration or concern. I, I, I see her side to it. And then I explain mine, you know, and I think that's important to because some people see it one way and you're like, what the hell? Like, that does not make any sense. Because, like, don't you see it the way I see it? You know, um, Kev, has that ever, like, been an issue, like, with you? Like, in, oh, 100%. Really? And that's something I had to kind of get used to. And this is something I think you'll experience as well um, is your, your the structure of your fighting never changes. That's always going to be the exact same, because I think, like, no matter how well i put this into words like no matter how well i articulate my argument even if i'm right she's not going to realize it for at least a day or two yeah. i mean she just has to be silent and be pissed for a while and sometimes i have to just push off and be like let it go just let it run its course and then either she'll say you know i agree with you or you're being an asshole but either way by then the smoke's cleared and it's all good <laughs> yeah i don't know that's just a, it's something that's like kind of po- hey, chad you've never like, have you ever gotten an argument where it blows up so much? You're like, screw this. I'm out. I'm out. Bye bye. And it like closes. I mean, I think when I'm in an argument, the worst thing that I mean, that frustrates me the most is just not being hurt. Like, I don't know. Like, you're you, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, about. you made a good yeah. point. You got to give it a day or two. So, I mean, that threw me off on a tangent thinking, well, as a girl, if say a guy did something wrong, we did something wrong. Well, we try to make it better. Right. Well, how, when do we? push off or push to make it better and when do we take some step back and not push give her some space mm-hmm. well some people are good at admitting when they screwed up because i feel like you're wrong that, yeah you're wrong either way as a guy yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like i'm sorry i didn't maybe i didn't answer oh. your question correct adam but yes yeah, so there's been times where we're explosive where i'm like you know what i'm out of here like forget this i, mean, I think everybody does that oh absolutely <laughs> i you know or it doesn't just happen in the movies you know these are things that like everyone everyone has real real life problems and What's what's difficult um, is like each stage of your life when when you start, you know, when you're single, you got like, well, it depends on your age. But when, like if you're young and single, you got a ton of friends, everyone's single, everyone's having a good time, you're doing your thing. And then as you start to get more serious relationship, that friend circle starts to get a little tighter. And then once you get engaged, that friend circle gets even tighter. And then when you get married, it's really, really tight. Uh, someone was telling me the other day, they're like. You know, I had these groomsmen that came to my wedding and I was looking back at my wedding photos, you know, 10 years later. And they're like, there's some of these groomsmen I don't talk to anymore. And it was kind of interesting to just to hear the, this guy and he was talking about your circle getting smaller 
and like, and it's not a bad thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm going with this because I'm, we're talking about dating and I'm talking about when you're in a relationship, that circle keeps getting tighter and tighter and it, it's harder and harder to find um, like-minded couples who are um, on kind of like the same path as you. So for you, you know, you say I, like, that's why I respect like going to these, like doing it, doing things kind of old school and you're meeting people like face to face just because like where our society's heading, everything is online or again, some girl wants to get deep because she wants to text and she's hiding behind, you know, a phone. Um, but I think as guys, we just have to be more vulnerable out there and express our feelings because that will get a girl to express, you know, her feelings as well. Because I think a lot, I like personally when girls are kind of make the first move and they let me know, okay, I'm doing the right thing. And it kind of confirms rather than me going like, well, I'm going to try this. And, and I don't, the rejection doesn't bother me, but I'd rather go for it knowing that I'm a okay rather than go for it. And I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, this might be a 50, 50 oh, yeah. crap shoot. And then I get turned 100%, down for it. You know? So like, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I see things from that perspective, but have you ever thought like, as you, you getting older now and you've been dating now for three years, does your friend circle start to get close, like tighter and tighter? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I feel like it bothered me when I first got, when I was first growing up, it bothered me. But the more I grow old, the more I realized I, I want a small circle, but those certain few, I, I really, I mean, I want a really good relationship with those, those friends. And so uh, I want somebody that's going to have my back. And so you, the older you grow, the more you realize that there's only a few that really do have your back over time. Yeah. Oh, it had bummed me out big time when I was in, because when I was Chad's age, I was a very similar position. And all of a sudden, like all your buddies who you're in their weddings or whatnot, and then all their buddies are married or having kids. And all of a sudden you're like outside the group now. It's like, just cause you're not married and having kids or whatever. And that sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, my best friend just had his second kid and he's married. I'm like, Whoa, Ooh. dude, like you got to chill out. Yeah, you I'm going to be, the brakes your kids are going to be graduating <laughs> high school by the time I have my first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I think that's kind of where I wanted to leave off with everyone. I, this was a good conversation. I just wanted to kind of open the floor and like Chad, you're a good friend of mine. And I know we've, we've, we've worked closely together over the last few years and it's just kind of fun getting a, a fresh voice kind of on the show. And especially we have no girls just kind of talking about stuff and, um, and, and hopefully people, girls or the guys that listen to this, they can kind of resonate with, okay, well, these are some of the thoughts that like we think about when it comes to dating and, and you know, thinking about the future and, and where things are heading. So, um, next week, I think our, our big topic that we're going to touch on is again, we're going to, we're going to really dive into where to find that person. Where do you find the ideal guy? Where do you find the ideal girl? So Raven and I are going to do some trial and error and some, um, I'm going to call it like field studies per se on where the best place to find, um, that significant person or that trophy wife or husband for that, that, that person. So super excited, but Chad, thanks so much for coming on and, and, um, um, we're signing off. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right.